for Seth Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showing us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Seth Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, April the 30th. I can't believe it's the end of April already. So much going on, a lot of fishing going on, uh, and we have special guests today. Cool as that. Found out he was in, in in town two days ago, back from the MPFL, and we've drug him in the studio with us. Our old buddy Bryant Smith is hanging out with us today, um, fresh off a fourth-place finish on the MPFL. But uh, a lot happening, so much going on, um, a big tournament going on right here at home, the MLF Toyota Series at Clear Lake. They have, uh, they've cut the field. Kind of cool, I think, uh, kind of cool that um, no longer cutting to the top ten with uh, with the Toyota Series. Actually, uh, the final day, they cut to the top 25. The big kid from Anaheim, California, uh, former Major League Fishing Angler of the Year, Strike King Angler of the Year, Kyle Grover. Uh, you know, he's won an FLW tournament up there, now trying to get an MLF trophy. Um, he's won at Clear Lake already, but uh, Kyle Grover, just uh, just a few ounces above uh, our buddy Scott McKenzie, sitting in second, Ricky Shabazz in third, um, Ricky having a great tournament. Ricky does not get to fish a lot. You know, he's a very, uh, uh, very important uh, at the college down there in San Diego and uh, president of the college. And Ricky doing a great job, but uh, does not get to spend the time on the water that he once did as a UC Davis uh, college student. If you remember back that far, Ricky, uh, Josh Adams in fourth, uh, Dan Andrasaurus in fifth. I probably messed that up, Dan. I'm sorry. Brian Greer. Jordan Cullum in seventh, Pat Tui, Sean Minderman, uh, and Ron Lorenzo round out the top ten. Uh, pretty cool to uh, see that one. And uh, Blaine Christensen in the lead over on the co-angler side. So it's uh, going to be exciting to watch. They will, uh, they'll wrap that one up today uh, at a Redbud out of uh, the south end of Clear Lake. So that one's going to be uh, fun to watch. Actually headed up there right after radio shows. We're going to head to Clear Lake today and hang out. Go play boat rep. Um, Rick Grover's going to pick me up at the boat dock and we're going to go, uh, we're going to go watch Kyle. We're going to go, you know, check, check out what's going on, run around the lake a little bit. So, uh, be tourist. So it'll always be fun. A lot of, uh, a lot of the pro staff guys up there, uh, doing well. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to that. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be live <clears throat> with Kyle Grover. So, uh, that part's going to be, uh, that part's going to be fun, um, as well. So we're going to have him, uh, calling in with us and, uh, and hanging out with us. So we're going to, uh, hop in the truck with him. As he heads to, uh, as he heads to the launch drop, I'm actually just texting him because he just said he's in the truck. So, uh, he knows, uh, he knows all about that. So a lot happened, uh, last week as well, man. The, uh, the, uh, tackle warehouse pro circuit, uh, John, John Canada, uh, picked up that win, 
Um, great event. That one was uh, a fun one to watch, man. We had so many of our of our guys up there. J. Luke, uh, final day. Remember now with the uh, pro circuit, they uh, they zero things out. Um, got a they zero things out. Um, on the final day, so uh, Justin Lucas finishing up in second, back to back seconds for Lucas. So not so bad for uh, uh, for J. Luke, uh, the the leader going into the final round. Andrew Loberg from Rockland, California. <clears throat> the wheels kind of fell off for Andrew on the final day, four for nine fifteen. Uh, had a great tournament back there, and uh, those offshore fish just uh, didn't hold up that final day. Uh, but uh, but he had a good tournament, finishing up in eighth, and uh, uh, Andrew's had back to back top tens. But uh, but been the leader going into that final round. Uh, when they zero the weight out, I, he may not like that concept. I don't know. He might not like that zeroing stuff uh, too much. I'm not. I'm not sure how uh, how much he uh, he enjoys that. So, how about last week? Uh, gosh darn man, the new gen uh, pro am, the second stop of their pro am at the California Delta, uh, all the way down from Oregon. Our old buddy Jigs Ben uh, and uh, and he won with Bill Talley. Uh, you know, it's a combined weight deal. Jigs Ben, top of the field. How about the final day? Day two, 39-37. Uh, not so bad. 55-20 for Jigs. He had 15-83 on day one. Backed it up. Not quite a 10-pounder. We won't call a 9-47 a 10-pounder, but it it was pretty. It could see 10 pounds from where it was standing. Uh, got great job. Jigs is going to join us later in the show as well. So always fun to uh uh, to hook up with uh, with old buddies, man. He had a great tournament. Um, Paul Paul Hemus in second. Uh, Hewlett Johnson, Tim Vincus uh, in fourth. Uh, Ron Lorenzo, Jamon Andrews, Carl Keller. Carl Keller, he took a wrong turn at Lakeport and wound up at the Delta in a top ten. Uh, Ed's in the Hunter Kidder uh, and Eddie Hicks wind out, uh, round out the top ten last weekend there. But we're going to be talking to Jiggs. He's going to give us a call this morning and hang out with us. We've never had Jiggs on the on this show and. Only took about three days to talk him into coming on, so that part's uh, that part's kind of cool. But uh, uh, we're looking forward to that. Lake of the Ozarks today kicks off uh, the Bass Pro Tour. So uh, yeah, nobody's getting anything accomplished next week because we're going to be able to watch the you know the qualifying rounds, the knockout round, the championship round, all the way up to Thursday uh, at Lake of the Ozarks. This one will be a fun one because Lake of the Ozarks is covered with boat docks, uh, and always fun to get to watch the best fishermen in the world. Um, fish boat docks because those guys can pick one apart a little better than most uh, most anglers. So uh, that one's going to be uh, kind of a fun one to keep an eye on as well. So uh, Bass Pro Tour, MajorLeagueFishing.com. You guys will follow along. Day one, Group A starts uh, this morning. So we'll be able to uh, kind of keep an eye on all of those uh, anglers as well. I'm going to dive off into my first set of breaks so we can get to the Clear Lake segment and hop in the truck with the leader, Toyota Series. Kyle Grover's going to hang out with us. Uh, as he drives down to the lake, we're going to find out what's on his. Brian Smith's going to pick his head and find out what's uh, what he's thinking as he's going to the ramp. Stick around. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. 
Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. France is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorance offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world, then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of WesternBass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. WesternBass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canocti Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canocti Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games, and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc Talk. Hey guys, it is time for Doc Talk, and uh, you know, one of the cool parts about being on at 5 a.m. on Saturday mornings is uh, is we get to hop in the truck with the leaders, and that's exactly what we're going to do. He's making the trek down from the Reese Ranch, getting ready to uh, get all the water today. The big kid from Anaheim, California, Anglers Marines, Kyle Grover leading the tournament, uh, did you get any sleep last night? Yeah, yeah, we got some sleep. Got about six hours. We're ready to go. You're ready to go. Hey, buddy, say uh, say hi to Bryant Smith. He's live in studio with us. What's up, man? How you doing, man? Good, good. Well, ready to go in this thing? So, yeah, yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna try catching a lot of fish. Just gotta see if I get a get a big one. I haven't caught a big one yet. Hopefully, get a big one today. So you're kind of due. There's been a shortage of big ones on Clear Lake, and 
And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of rumblings. Oh, you know, all the big ones are gone out of Clear Lake. Uh, oh, you know, there's too much pressure, but <clears throat> a lot of it has, is just weather. I mean, these fish want to move up, but they can't get any long periods of warming weather and warm nights that will allow them to do that. Yeah, it's, it's been jacked up every time I've been up here, um, the last few weeks, uh, I mean, there's a lot of fish spawning right now, for sure. You go you go down the bank and in the north up there in Lakeport, there's a fish on a bed every about 10 feet. They are spooky as all hell because they're so shallow. Yeah. Um, I know a couple of the guys that are in the top 10 are doing that. I'm kind of just fishing grass offshore still like I was a few weeks ago. Well, fourth place in the One Bass Tournament uh, at the Cal Open, and uh, and I know you had a swing at that one. Um, Scott McKenzie, just, a, just a little ways behind you. He had a big bag on day, uh, uh, on day one, Ricky Shabazz in third and a giant bag, 2401 on day one, fell off uh, pretty good yesterday, uh, to 14, but man, a lot of the normal hammers that you got to worry about at Clear Lake, uh, got sent home, man. I mean, the top 25 fish today, uh, 26th place, just missing the cut. Paul Bailey, Ty out, John Strelick, Mark Crutcher, uh, Mark Lassane, Randy Pearson, Nick Salvucci. I mean, you just go down this list of guys that are uh, pretty, pretty good fishermen on that lake that are not going to be there today. So um, down to 25 boats on a Saturday at Clear Lake. That's got to help you a little bit. Yeah, for sure. A couple a couple of those guys were around me. Um, you know, the it's kind of like you said earlier, I think this place has just got pressured so hard that they just don't, it's hard to catch them winding now. They haven't been on it. Like the spot that I'm fishing is traditional. Guys are just winding through there. And I've just got that dumb spinning rod in my hand with the purple worm on there and just dragging it around. And it seems like that just gets the better bites the last, since I've been here. Even two weeks ago before it got really hammered, it was guys are winding all around us and the couple of us that caught them in that zone, spinning rods in the hand. It's, it's painful, but you catch a lot of fish. I caught, my hands hurt. I've caught so many two-and-a-half-pounders the last two days. It's just every once in a while it goes in front of a good one, yeah. you know. But the wine deal has not been the deal lately, it seems like. Dude, you, you're seven hours away, and you say Clear Lake's your favorite lake. Oh, yeah. I wish every tournament was here, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, but you... You're an angler that has grown up on the toughest bodies of water in the country, you know, from the Southern Cal Lakes to, you know, Ultra Clear Lakes, Lake Mead, uh, Lake Havasu. So when you get to go to a lake that has a, a huge fish population, uh, you kind of excel. Yeah, because it's especially this place is, I think it's turning more and more into a Southern California lake with with the amount of boat pressure that's out here. You know, our lakes are small, so there's not as many fishermen down there, but they still get beat up every day. So you got to get pretty finesse with it. And it seems like they're still wadded in the same spots they always are, but it helps a lot if you can get the the finesse deal going on them. It just, they just don't, they're not, it doesn't seem like they're as aggressive as they normally are. Yeah, I'm sure you can still, I'm sure you get the right conditions. I'm sure you can still wreck them. Yeah, I know one of my buddies. One of my buddies caught a big one on a ten-inch swim bait yesterday. I mean, you can still do stuff like that, but you know, it's I just I like to throw the I like to throw my robo worm around. You know? So uh, are you are you drop shotting? Are you shaky head? What are yeah. you doing? Just drop shotting? I'm just drop shotting. I'm drop shotting. Yeah, that's it. 
drop shot, little bit of Nico. Caught one. I only caught. I caught one the first day on the trash fish. Couldn't get bit on it yesterday. But yeah, I mean, I'll throw the trash fish around a little bit today because it's just a spot where they bite it. But it's pretty much just been a margarita me litter in my hand the whole time. <laughs> the last time you won, uh, the last time you won up there, is that what you were doing? Same deal. No, I caught him on on a jig the last time on Henderson. Just had the had a fresh wave of them come to me last time, and it's not as it's not as good for that as it was that time. <laughs> No, you wrecked yeah. them last time when you uh, when you won, and uh, and that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a fun one to to kind of keep an eye on. How'd you do at Havasu? I finished second at Havasu. Second at Havasu, so uh, definitely making a strong run, Bryant, for the uh, Angler of the Year title. I think. Yeah, that's not not such a bad start to the season. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty. Yeah, Tui Tui won. He's right on my butt. He's right behind me. He's he'll be tough to beat today. I think he's in six or seven. Uh, well, he, Pat Tui's in eighth. He's got thirty five eleven. Uh, and had a had a big one uh, one of the days I think uh, yesterday probably had a had a big one so that was going to be uh, going to be kind of interesting to uh, to keep an eye on and uh, now did you guys have a random draw for Co's today or do you get the first place Co as well? Yeah, I'm with the first place Co today. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got to be pretty he's happy. A, yeah, he's got a five. He had a giant bag yesterday. He's got about a five pound lead. I'll be. I'll be pretty – there's a lot of fish where I'm fishing. It's been pretty easy for my co-anglers to catch, you know, at least – I think my co-angler the first day had 16 and then 13. I'll be blown away if he doesn't have at least 13 today. He should have four – I'd be very surprised if he doesn't win. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's exactly right. Well, you couldn't have gone any farther from the launch ramp to the areas that you're fishing, and uh, it was a pretty uh, pretty ugly the other the first day of the tournament from what I hear. Yeah, it was it was a long drive the first day, <laughs> but uh, we got there and they actually bit. That. I was kind of wishing the wind blew like that yesterday or today. It's not going to, but they def- they really bit in that wind yet the other day. It is, was it was really good. Is it like pretty calm this morning? Yeah, it looks looks pretty calm. I think we're gonna get a little breeze in the afternoon, but that wind blowing out of the north. It the first day I caught them pretty shallow, about three feet of water, and. Uh, Yesterday, I got up there and I was started. I only caught a couple, and then I was like, like, "Holy hell! I can see the bottom." Like the it, water cleared up probably two feet up there. From I think the the wind blew all the algae and the brown water out of there. Yeah. And uh, so yesterday, I had to get out a little deeper, about five six feet. They just kind of slid out there. So I'm gonna probably start out deeper today and hope it's better. Well, it's gonna be a fun one to watch. Uh, the leader going into the final round, Kyle Grover. Uh, you guys, uh, if you're not going to be up at Clear Lake at Redbud to see it live, uh, you guys can watch it live on uh, MLF.com, MajorLeagueFishing.com, and uh, go to the uh, Clear Lake uh, page, click on that, and watch the Daily Waves right from Redbud. Uh, buddy, appreciate you letting us uh, hop in the truck and getting a passenger seat and uh, kind of hang out with you this morning. It's always fun and uh, going to be going to be fun to watch this afternoon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You got it, buddy. Good luck. Be careful up there, and uh, we'll see you this afternoon, Kyle. Good luck, Kyle. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Always fun. He's a hammer, isn't he? I mean, he's catches them everywhere. He does catch them everywhere. You yeah. can, you know, second at Lake Havasu. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the only tournament that I, you know, I expect him to get eventually is going to be a U.S. Open because I know he oh, loves yeah. Lake Mead and uh, and that place. All right, let's close that one. We're going to come back, hang out with Brian Smith. Stick around, guys. 
Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake is one of the top 10 bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canoctai Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canoctai Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canoctai-vista-casino.com. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. Uh, we're back. Great conversation with Brian Smith during the break uh, about Kyle Grover and, and just about uh, kind of the way fishing is. And you said you, a guy has to, no matter where they fish now, they have to have that finesse thing. You know, I mean, I remember the old days of going to Clear Lake was when you pulled the spinner rods out and left them in the corner of the garage as you were pulling mm-hmm. the boat out. And mm-hmm. that's not the case anymore. No, it, it really isn't. I, I think... With the amount of information and the technology that we have, um, everybody's getting really, really good at bass fishing very quickly. And that amount of pressure has really changed the way bass, I feel, act. You know, you used to, like I said in the break, you used to have to be a very good power fisherman right. and then have the finesse game for day three or for when the conditions got tough. Weather change, yes. whatever, yeah. Now, I... I I feel like there's been a huge shift to where you have to be a great finesse fisherman, and then when the conditions set up for it, you have to know how to do the power fishing thing. But you don't; it doesn't have to be your number one. Last week, uh, fourth place, the MPFL. Uh, that was kind of a cool one to uh, watch at Hartwell, and uh, and you're sitting in eighth in uh, the Bass Open series. Mm-hmm. Uh, which where are you fishing the? Eastern, which one is that? So that was, uh, we started on Toho. Okay. And then we went to Cherokee in Tennessee. Okay. And then the last one is at Hartwell again in October. In October. Yep. So Hartwell looked like it played out well for you. It kind of looked like a West Coast lake. Man, that, and that's what I always try to do, right? When I go back east, I try to equate it to something I'm familiar with. Um, like last year, a great example was when we went to Harris Chain, that was Clear Lake to me. Yeah. Um, you know, everything looks a little different, but it, it fished exactly the same. Um, and, and Hartwell was the same exact thing. It actually, it really reminded me of Folsom a lot. Yeah. Um, strangely enough, you know, very nomadic fish, very bait-oriented fish. and uh, Here one minute, gone the next. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and uh, it, it actually helped, you know, just being, it, it was kind of a cross between Folsom and Shasta where, it looked like Folsom. The fish acted like Folsom fish. And then I put the whole fish 100 points in a day like mm-hmm. we do at Shasta mm-hmm. and, and just trying to, you know, you roll up on 100 points, seven of them have a good fish on them, and you you, you catch that fish, you know, because it's active in feeding. Um, that's the same thing with the, with Hartwell. You know, the herring spawn deal, hit as many points as I could, and, and hopefully you just pulled up on one that had How long has it taken you to get used to, I mean, it's – totally different bait fish it's a totally different i mean there's there's a lot of variables that we mm-hmm. don't see in the west oh it, 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 
I haven't fished a tournament back there where I haven't had to learn something completely new to me. Um, and the herring is just, they're wild. The, <laughs> not so much the herring, the, the fish are wild for the herring. Cause you, you'll pull up on and it. The way I did it was I, I visually looked for them. Um, again, pretty similar to what we do at Folsom. A lot of times, you know, it, instead of trying to find them with a graph this time of year, I'll go look around. Right. I'll use my eyes and trolling motor on high down a mile of bank, and I'll have three waypoints I put. And those three waypoints are the spots that I saw, you know, 30 fish. Right. Um, same deal with Hartwell. Just try to cover as much bank and try to see. Uh, my trolling motor batteries were dead at 530 every day. But uh, totally different way to fish. But, again, I'm just trying to equate it to something back home. that. You know that you know that commercial where the old man had the dollar at the end of the fishing mm-hmm. rod, and, and he said, "Oh, you just missed it." <laughs> They're kind of doing that with the MPFL trophies to you, aren't yeah, they? No, I'm doing it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I keep doing it to myself. Um, but you know, it, I really want to win one. There's no, I mean, yeah. everybody wants to win one, yeah. right? You uh, were third in the points last year. Yeah. Third in the points last year, and and I, there and and I mean you know okay elephant in the room there was one tournament that you you did let slip away yeah yeah I mean made a calling mistake it wasn't and it wasn't one of you know I'll never be the guy where I I lost the winning fish I mean we've all lost the winning fish it all yeah. happens I literally had the fish in my live well yeah <laughs> they were inside my live well and I just made a bonehead move but it's one of those things where probably won't ever do it again. Uh, you know me. Well, there, there's a chance. <laughs> you know and me. And you know, a lot of anglers wonder why I respond to a lot of your social media posts with a train. Yeah, I'm a train wreck. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. But you it's know, my train wreck. Yeah, but uh, if I put myself in, in, you know, enough top tens, it's just like what happened out here. Um, my goal was always to be consistent, no matter yeah. where I went. Be consistent, and if you put yourself in that situation, uh, you know going out on top 10 days or, or, you know, just being within striking distance, you're one of them's going to line up. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Um, so, uh, you know, I'll take my consistency over, over wins for now, but, uh, yeah, I really want to win one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so plans, if you can make it to the elite series, that's where you're going. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll beg, borrow and steal to get the, get, get the, uh, you know, entry fees and the payment, you know, for all that Elite right. Series stuff. Uh, I would love to do both. I would love to do the NPFL and the Elite Series. Um, I don't know how that's going to go with a newborn. That'll be a lot, you know. Well, we were going to get to that. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's, to that. Some, uh, there's some there's some, there's some, some additions coming to the Smith household. Yeah, I tried to time it really well because I've heard of the baby pattern. Yeah. Um, so right before the championship? Right before the last tournament for the Elite Series bid. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll be having a baby. So that'll change things. But, uh, yeah, if I could, I would love to do the Elites. Are, and, you, are you looking to maybe spend a little less time across the country, uh, relocate? What are you thinking? Uh I try to spend the least amount of time as possible back there. Yeah. Um, that obviously didn't work well because I was gone for over a month this past, uh, this past trip. But, you know, special scenario, there was two tournaments and it was too, they were too close for me to, to get a plane ride back and forth. Right. Um, you know, I always try to spend the least amount of time possible back there. I love being back home in California. I love fishing out here, family, friends, all that stuff. Um, relocating is on the table, but, I would miss California a lot. I, well, I really you, you kind of like the fishing here. Too. I do. I do. 
you know, you kind of you kind of like the you kind of like the fishing here. I, so. Yeah, and I've been across the country, and it's it's not even close. We have the best fishing in the country overall. Yeah, there's some standout lakes back east, but overall, we have the best bass fishing in the country. So the next stop is Watts Bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where John Murray lives now. Mm-hmm. Is Watts Bar. Yeah. And uh, I know he guides on it, and 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 TJ uh, is fishing it a lot. I see on social media. Mm-hmm. But what do you know about Watts Bar? Uh, I spent two days there before Hartwell and two days there after Hartwell. Uh, it's just it's a TVA lake. Um, got the ledges. Got the the interesting thing about that place is I I believe at least from my research that smallmouth can play a lot there. Yeah. Uh, and not just tail race smallmouth like on Pickwick or something like that. Like they actually. They play there. Um, it's it's it sets up like a TVA lake. It's just deeper. Yeah. Um, so beautiful lake has a ton of fish in it. Uh, I think just uh, I think we might hit it actually really really good to to get those fish just off the bed. You know, just post spawn, not really going out deep just yet. So we can catch them shallow. Maybe break out the. Uh, I caught some on the Strike King Sexy Dog, and I hope to continue that. that that's way. always kind of fun. Oh, isn't it? that's. I was so happy when Is I tried that Is there a particular color you throw all the time? I throw oyster a lot. That's all white. It's, it's a white pearl. Yeah, it's like their bone yeah. that's not bone. Um, it, it's the one I got third on at Grand last year. It's just a, you know, out here we, we do a lot of things differently. And, you know, I do all my research for back there. It's like, you fish a sexy dog really fast. I do. You fish it really fast. You don't walk it like a spook. No. I, the faster, like, I don't want to give them time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to walk it over their head you know unless it's real target oriented if i'm trying to cover a point i'm going fast yeah uh i think the fast i just i noticed that and learned that fishing with you mm-hmm. that you know you fish the sexy dog a little faster than um probably anybody i've been in a boat with yeah the only time of year i'll slow it down is is right now like if right. i'm at the delta right now it's it's pretty slow Right, uh, and that's just because I I might be going over a bed or something like that. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, speed kills with that thing. Yeah. It really does. And, and you know, the other thing, uh, it, probably one of the biggest things I do. Well, there's two really important things. Is uh, put a mono leader on it. Mm-hmm. Put a mono leader on it, and uh, you know, eight ten inches, not much. But when a fish bites it, blows up on it, knocks it in the air. If that thing flips and you're throwing it on straight braid, it catches. It catches. It catches. So, um, you know, a little mono leader. And then on top of that, um, if you get blown up on, don't stop it. Don't do the same thing. Don't do the same cadence. Speed it up. Speed it up. When they, uh, nine times out of ten, if you slow it down or you stop it, those fish are instantly, they're off. Yeah. They're not going to bite it. So speed it up. That's they're going to chase it down. Yeah, make them ch- make them work for it a little bit. And a feather tail every time. Every time. Red hook in the front, feather tail in the back. That's the program. It's worked for me so far. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let's talk about mechanics. Um, I've talked to a lot of co anglers uh, that get out of your boat that will say, "Dude can cast better than anybody I've been in a boat with," mm-hmm. and and it's it's either hand. Right hand, left hand doesn't really seem to make a difference. You are, uh, you know, of all the young anglers, of all the guys out here, um, as big a train wreck as you are most of the time, you are you are probably one of the best mechanical anglers out here. 
Yeah, I take a lot of pride in that. And and, and it's just uh it's just what came of the era I grew up in. You know, I didn't grow up in the electronics era. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in the, you know, live scope era, the active target era. YouTube I grew, era. I, the you YouTube, went fishing. <laughs> I went fishing and the other thing I did was I went to the sports shows. Mm-hmm. And this is honest truth. I went to the sports shows and I saw guys and Barrick and Dobbins, you yeah, know, and, and those. It wasn't so they could much. They all cast. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it wasn't so much the baits and the you know techniques. Those were cool. Those were important, but the fundamentals about it. It, it doesn't matter what bait you have tied on if you can't put it where the bass is, right, and quietly, right. And, and I always, you know, I didn't have much of a social life in middle school and high school, so I'd be in the backyard practicing my casting. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's paid off. It's, it's paid off. Absolutely. You know, and you never know what position you're going to be in that you need to make a cast. You know, forehand, backhand, underhand, overhand. I'm, I've got – I've tried to acquire a cast for everything. Uh, you, you know, real tight, sidearm, you know, just everything. Every situation, I need to have a cast to get my bait where it needs to be. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's obviously paid off, and it's obvious and – and uh, if uh, the anglers get a chance to watch you on television uh, and follow along, you know, when they have a camera in the boat with you or, or uh, you know, like I say, I've had, I've had multiple co-anglers that have been in the boat with you that have said, my God, that guy can cast better than anybody yeah. I've been in a boat with. And, <laughs> and you know, you, you mentioned Bobby. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you know, Bobby's been one of those guys forever mm-hmm. uh, that could uh, that could cast like, uh, like you know, nobody. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just it was amazing what he could do. Uh, you know, you go back a few years to guys like Robert Lee. Um, I actually know. drew Robert Lee in my second FLW, and I <laughs> spent more time staring at him doing a scissor flip than I did fishing. Yes. And it showed in my performance, but I learned <laughs> so much that day. Like, I learned how important it was, seeing yeah. that on game day. Well, and it's funny, because when we used to have the casting cove mm-hmm. at, uh, at all the sports shows, um, one of the best kids that was ever on the casting cove wasn't old enough to compete, and that was Russ Snyder's, who's just dominating the the kayak yeah. uh, world right now. Yeah. Uh, but the guy that pretty much never lost on the casting cove was Skeet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I remember him doing the trick shots and everything. Oh yeah, no, mm-hmm. he was uh, he's an amazing, amazing caster. Obviously. Uh, pretty awesome fisherman. Yeah, too, he's so. not so bad. Yeah, he's, he's okay. He's doing all <laughs> he's right. He's going to need that with all those docks at Lake of the a, Ozarks. But, you know, they they got a big rainstorm going on at Lake of the Ozarks, mm-hmm. and he had a big yellow Grunions jacket on yesterday. He looked like a minion. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> he looked good. like a minion. So. He's trying to look for bedfish with that thing. You with might... that yellow jacket in a <laughs> yellow boat. We're going to see you yellow, from a mile yellow away. Yellow wheels. <laughs> Skeet, what are you thinking? Oh, and he'll find them. That's, the, that's the problem. So. So, you know, it's, uh, it's cool, man. It's fun to, to, to follow along. And, uh, I know, you know, a lot of anglers have a hard time keeping up with, uh, the Bass Pro Tour, um, the, 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 the Tackle Warehouse mm-hmm. Tour, the Bassmaster Elite Series, uh, but a lot of good fishermen out there in National Professional Fishing League. And, uh, and they definitely know who Bryant Smith is back there. Yeah. I've been trying to make my name back there. You yeah. know, that's, that's, it would, that's always the goal, you know, it, and, being consistent has has really helped that, but uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. I, I've had uh, nothing but great experiences with the National Professional Fishing League, and 
I couldn't be happier. You had a little bit of a rough spot last year with the championship and some sponsorship dollars. Yeah, and... yeah. But, I mean, that's a first-year business. You yeah. Know, we're we're going to run into that stuff. And it's it's not – it's how you deal with it. And mm-hmm. they deal, dealt with it, I, I think, the best way they could have. Right. Uh, and, and you guys got paid. We got paid, and that's why we're still here. Yeah. You guys got paid, and uh, and, and you're still getting paid. Yeah. You know, that part uh, that part's pretty good. and. And, uh, you know, I mean, we, we, we don't want to leave out the fact that you are a two-time Lucas Oil champion out here with the Wild West Bass <laughs> yeah. Trail. And, uh, you know, you've got an FLW trophy from Clear Lake on the mantle at home, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from, from uh, you know, a lot of things that you've done uh, as well. But uh, you you got to miss being here at home and I, getting, I, a ch- getting a chance. I guess when the boys went to Trinity last week, when Salvucci and the boys wrecked them uh, up there, and congratulations to Nick absolutely. Salvucci, obviously winning that tournament. Um you know, you probably probably missed that a little bit. Yeah, when I knew my uh, my max bag was about, if everything goes right, it's seventeen at Hartwell, and they're catching thirty. Yeah, thirty-two, twenty-five. It's like, oh, you know, nice bag. Yeah, day one, Salvucci <laughs> had sixty-two fish, weighed thirty-two oh. pounds for his best five. Yeah. You know, I was trying to figure out how to get on a plane to get over. We there. just <laughs> have to hope. Well, thank God Trinity's a long ways away, and gas is expensive. Yeah, it is. And we just have to hope that uh, that the average angler uh, that wants to go experience that doesn't do the five and ten fish glory shots, mm-hmm. fish in the live well. Just take care of those fish. Yeah, I mean, those are, you know, we're seeing an effect from a lot of that look at bull it, crap that went at, on at Clear Lake, bullards, well, you know. And look at Ivy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a good buddy who lives, you know, an hour and a half from Ivy, and they, he said that that lake's over in a year. Yeah. Um, and we don't want that to happen no, to Trinity. That no, place is Trinity's special. beautiful, and, and it's I, it's obviously the best fishing in California right now. Right. Maybe the country. Right. Um, take care of it, guys. Like, yeah. Just, t- if you catch one, take a picture of it, put it back. You don't need 10 in the live well no, with one on every finger you glory know, You're shot. not going to get more sponsors with more fish. No. <laughs> one, one good one's good. One one will work. Brian yeah. Smith, guys, uh, always fun. You're going to hang out with us. Uh, you, you, how about how about jigs, man? 39-37 for five. You want to hear about it? I do. I do I'm too. ready. We're going to hop into a set of breaks. We come back. Last week's champ, the new gen Pro-Am down at the California Delta. Yeah, they had five for 39-37 on the final day. We're going to hear how he did it. Stick around, guys. Jigs Ben joins us. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned DV aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line gone fish and marine and dixon online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com 
Attention bass anglers. If you haven't added the frenzy nail or whack-a-sack jig heads to your tackle box, you are missing out. Designed by tournament winning pro Greg Gutierrez, the frenzy nail and whack-a-sack were a large part of his record-setting season and Wild West Angler of the Year title. The nail is the perfect shaky head for all cover and the CR barb keeps your plastics from tearing or balling up on your hook. Available in two sizes and four colors, the whack-a-sack allows you to fish any plastic in any cover, rigged wacky or nose hooked. See the tournament winning baits from Frenzy at your local tackle store or online at frenzybaits.com and start catching more fish. Get out there, good luck, have some good times with it. It works, trust me. Hey, Randy Pringle and the crew have a full weekend next weekend. The Central Region at McClure, the Coastal Region at Santa Margarita, and the Delta Wine Region back at Clear Lake. The Motherload Region, May the 14th. And you northern guys, well, you've got May 21st at Berryessa. Sounds like a full month with the BBT. A lot of tournaments going on, a lot of great fishing. If you're not fishing, you're missing out. So get signed up. BestBassTournaments.com. Get all the information. Plenty of events left to qualify for that end-of-the-year $20,000 fish-off. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Oh, man, we're back. And, you know, it's always fun and... uh you know the 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 bass fishing uh, deal is a is a big is a big family and uh, and it's always fun when uh, one of your family members has a has a great tournament and uh, and last weekend uh, the new gen uh, pro am hit the delta uh, unfortunately not quite enough boats to get him that ranger cup money we were hoping to get but uh, me and this guy and I have been bouncing around tournaments for uh, thirty plus years and uh, we're gonna go all the way up to Oregon with last week's winner. Uh, 39-37 on the final day, our old buddy Jigs Ben. Buddy, congratulations. What a great event. Oh, thank you, Kent. Appreciate that. Man, 39-37. I just got a, I wa- one question I want to know. How much did you think you had? Did you ever say 40? Well, uh, I was hoping. <laughs> everybody, everybody wants to get 40 pounds. That, you know, that was, uh. Yeah. It was just one of those magical days. I did scale them. Uh, I thought I had actually about 38. Right. But um, turned out a little more than that. So. Well, yeah. I got I got Bryant Smith hanging out live in studio with me in here uh, today, too. And that was, uh, uh, he. that's what he was just saying. Man, I want to hear about how Jigs caught 39 pounds. Well, you know, uh, we... Uh, we went down there the first day. They have two days of practice, so we launched out of Russo's. And first day of practice, we went over there, and at daylight, it was raining so hard you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. So, <laughs> you, Oregon, you Oregon guys bring that with you. <laughs> well, I know you need rain, but it's like all at once. Uh, yeah. So we went back and had breakfast and killed a couple of hours and finally let up and had a pretty decent practice day. And... Uh, I was fishing uh, at that time the area over by Seven Mile Slough and uh, and then over to Mildred. Right. And it was not hard to catch them. Uh, I only got one six pounder, but you know catching a lot of twos and threes and occasional three and a half. And second day of practice uh, <clears throat> was tougher, but I found more fish in the Mildred area. So the first day of the tournament, that's where I started was Seven Mile area. And they would not bite. And I don't know. I'm 
I've been studying the tides, and it seems like the more I study them, the worse I do. But, <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, they wouldn't bite, so I got over to Milled. We finally started catching a few fish. And um, long story short, that first day at we had about 20 minutes to go, and we had about 10 and a half pounds. And literally on my last cast, I caught a six and a half. Right. And it was in the Frank's track area. So um, we weighed in. I had uh, 15 something, almost 16. Right. And I'm in 24th place, I believe. Yeah, middle of the pack. And I'm 10 and a half pounds out of the lead, four and a half pounds out of a check. So the next day I drew Bill Talley. Yeah. Another old school guy, by the way. Yeah, another, another been around forever guy. Yeah, I never met him, but what a character he is. He absolutely and, uh, is. Bill and I fished for years around each other, and I don't think we've ever had the pleasure of fishing together. But, yeah, great job, Bill, winning the co-angler side. Yeah, anyway, I, Bill said, where are we going to go? And I said, you know, I think we ought to just stay in, stay local in Frank's track and uh, go over where I near where I caught that six and a half. So that's what we did. Um, he caught a dink right off the bat. It wouldn't even measure. It was about 12 inches. And we fished for about 20 minutes, and uh, I got that mush bite you get, not not a tick or anything, and uh, set the hook, and it was on. It, I said, this is a really good one here. <laughs> anyway, we finally got it in the boat, and it was huge, and that was the big fish. That it was the 947, yeah. 947. <laughs> so uh, that perked old Bill right up, and he was, he was drop shotting. And I was throwing a Senko on braid, uh, 65-pound braid. And uh, he sets the hook, and this is about 10 minutes later, and he said, I got a keeper, and his line just starts screaming. And I said, that's uh, bigger than a keeper. And anyway, we fought it around, got it in the boat, and that weighed 7 pounds. So it was about 10 minutes later, I set the hook again, and I got another 9. So we got three fish for 25 pounds. And, it's a good day. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're feeling much better. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I said, well, geez, I got a chance to get a check here, maybe. And uh, so we got ended up, he just kept drop shotting and started catching those bucks. And about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I get that mush bite again, and I get another seven. So we got two nines and two sevens. <laughs> and I'm getting excited now. Yeah. I, you know, I don't get excited too much anymore getting old, but I, I'm pretty yeah, you're excited. Pretty low, you're pretty low-key, Jigs. <laughs> anyway, uh, about 1 o'clock, uh, we catch a few more keepers. It was on this one bank. We kept going back to it, and then we'd fish around it within about a half a mile and then go back to it. And there was boats going on the bank, but the whole key to this thing, and Brian will appreciate this, is these guys were sitting right on top of the fish. And they were flipping the toolies, and the big girls were out about 15, 20 feet. Out in front. Yep. And once I figured that out, I didn't even cast to the toolies after that. You ever had and two just, nines and two sevens in the box, Bryant? Not even close. <laughs> and, and one of those nines could see 10 from where he was standing. I know. You know? Unreal. My goodness. So about, I don't know, one thirty, I guess it was, um, you know, we're feeling really good, but I said, you know, to win this tournament, I need one more big one. And I get the bite, and I set the hook, and that one was on a seven and a half. So 
we got three sevens and two nines, and it's, you know, getting close to 2 o'clock. That's when you push all the chips in and say, I'm all in, right? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty close. Pretty close. I I was all in at that point. And old Bill, I said, you know, we need to get closer to the weigh-in. I've I've had, at one time, I had a big bag and my motor wouldn't start. And uh, I didn't want any of those problems. Right. So he wants to stay there. And I said, where are you going to call a seven-pounder? Yeah. And he, he said, well, we might get another 10. And I said, well, Bill, you know, we got – I said, we're going to weigh these things. And that's when I weighed them. And, and we I got 38, I had, yeah. I thought I had 38. Mm-hmm. And I said, we're, we're going over there. So we went over near the check-in boat. And, darn, I caught another three-and-a-half, three or three-and-a-half over there. So by myself, I would have had 35 pounds. Ah, that's which, amazing. Which is bigger than any – I mean – I weighed in 28 pounds a long time ago, and that was the biggest sack I've ever weighed in. Yeah. So well, you can't say that anymore, buddy. You can't say that. No. 39-37, the final day, uh, yeah. got you the win, got you the big trophy. That was so cool, and and uh, it was it was great to see uh, great to see you win that event, and and uh, and 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 Bill as well. I mean, he's he's been around forever. Uh, it was cool when I when I finally logged on that night to see who won the tournament and. Uh, you were on the podium with the big trophy. I was like, how cool is that? Jigs, uh, Jigs won. I knew, I, you know, we've only done the radio show now for about 17 years. I think this is your first appearance. So I'm glad to get you on the show, buddy. Well, yeah, anytime, Kent. I know we go way back. and Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, and I, I don't fish braid much up here in Oregon. Uh, mainly I fish fluorocarbon and mono. Yeah. yeah. But down there, you know, with the quality of fish and with the, the toolies and all that, I just – I fish braid a lot, Need and a I'm sure help. glad I, sure glad I did that day. Well, buddy, congratulations! Always fun when we get to uh, talk to the winners. And uh, last week's winner at the New Gym Pro Am at the Delta Jigs Bend, thirty nine, thirty seven on the final day. Total weight, uh, he had fifty five twenty, so pretty cool, buddy. We got to let you go. We got to jump into a set of breaks, but uh, really yep. appreciate you waking up early and hanging out with us. Oh, no problem, Kent. You got it, Jigs Bend guys. Last week's uh-huh. champ at the California Delta. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona, Van Dam, and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. 
voters. Remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Probably one of the biggest team tournaments of the year coming to the Delta next Saturday. Northern Cal teams, the Wild West Bass Trail, will get on the California Delta. Uh, you're not going to want to miss that. It's the last event of the year uh, before getting everybody uh, qualified for that Lake Shasta Championship. But you can, uh, if you haven't fished any of them, you can still show up and fish the Delta on the 7th of May. It's going to be a great event. Uh, you're not going to want to miss that. They've got so much going on there in the Pacific Northwest uh, this weekend, kicking off their uh, Pacific Northwest Trail at Banks Lake as well. So a lot of great events left. El Cap down in Southern California for you guys catching the archive. Uh, and uh, and make sure that you're uh, all signed up for the Pro-Ams left, the Columbia River, Bryant remembers that place, and the California Delta, the Wild West Bass Trail. Get all the information at wildwestbasstrail.com. 1-800-BASS-BOAT has been the choice of the pros for tournament-ready bass boat insurance for decades. They offer a policy for tournament fishermen with no depreciation of hull or electronics, no depreciation of outboard motors for the first 10 years, and up to $5,000 of fishing tackle with just a $100 deductible. Stan and Ken Vandenberg pioneered insurance coverage for your bass boat. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Call 1-800-BASS-BOAT or or just go to 1-800-BASSBOAT.COM. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 20, 21, 21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is. And uh, it's, a, it's a great new truck with a 389 horsepower twin turbo V6. Uh, awesome new uh, new cab and, and just a great truck. Plus, you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you uh, if you catch them. So get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. We're back. Just uh, a couple of minutes to spare. Um, hanging out with Bryant Smith, uh, live in studio with us, uh, got him back in town, which is, uh, which is kind of cool. So life on the road's pretty cool. I know you, uh, you know, you're staying in waterfront places and, mm-hmm. and eating, eating, uh, you know, fine dining, fine dining. Yes. Yeah. Define that. Uh, I sleep in the bed of my truck and I eat peanut butter and jelly tortillas, peanut butter and jelly tortillas. That's, yeah. that's uh, a dedication, isn't it? It's living the dream. It's is part it? of it. Yeah. 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 I yeah. don't, honestly, I love it. I, I really do. Um, the only thing I would complain about is I wish I had a long bed. <laughs> You're too tall for a shorter yeah, truck. <laughs> I can't go up and down very far. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bottom out the bed of the truck. But other than that, man, I, I mean, it's, it's, I'm so lucky to be able to do what I do. Right. So you will never find me complaining. No. And, uh, you had a pretty good year last year financially. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you had pretty good winnings last year. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was awesome last year and, and just trying to continue and build on it this year. Yeah. Um, you know, momentum's huge in this sport and not a lot of people talk about that, but when you're fishing well, you know, you, you trust your instincts and that's what I've been doing. And, you know, just quick story at Hartwell, my biggest fish the final day, 
I'd never, I've never even seen that point before. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you're fishing on your instincts, and, and which everybody should, right? Uh, if you look at a point three times, you better go fish it. And that's that's my rule. If I look at a spot three times, I'm turning the boat. No matter what my plan was, I'm turning the boat. And you know, I just showed up. Everything looked right on this point. Throw up there and catch a four four and a quarter. Right. You know, my big fish that day. So, um, but when you're fishing like that. Everything just kind of rolls, and and I just want to keep it rolling. Yeah, it kind of it kind of happens. Sponsorship mm-hmm. opportunities. Obviously, we have a lot of folks listen to this show, catch the archives, do all the other stuff. Um, somebody wants to get behind Bryant Smith. Somebody's got a company that can uh, get behind you. Yeah, I mean anything like that. Send an email to uh, bryantsmithfishing at gmail dot com, or uh, you can look me up on. Any of the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, it's so all. So that's not your agent posting? That's really you? That's really me. I'm trying, oh. man. I'm trying. I, you know, I'm new to all this social media stuff, uh, I, but I enjoy it. Uh, you know, get to engage with the fans and, and, you know, just keep everybody up to date and where where my truck's parked, where the, ho- where the hotel's it, at. Yeah, I call it the Silverado Suites, where right. the Silverado Suites is parked right. out this week. You well, know? and I've noticed uh, through all, a lot of the television coverage with the MPFL, uh, that you've uh, that you're pretty darn good at interviews, and uh, and I like to take credit for that. Absolutely, you should making you get in here and do this when you didn't <laughs> yeah, want to. Yeah, no, I know, remember so. my first couple nervous train wreck. Yeah, all the all those words describe uh, my first couple times. But you yeah. know, well, one of my favorite guys on tour, buddy Bryant Smith. Always fun to uh, uh, to get a chance to hang out with you, man. I it's so cool it. to uh, to get you in live in the studio. When I saw you were in town, I was like. I'm waking him up early on Saturday. <laughs> You're lucky I'm still on Eastern time. <laughs> well, and it's kind of a good thing. You know, I found out now that, you know, uh, everybody was always pretty good about doing the radio show, but if you're the Ranger rep, they actually call once in a while, oh, too. Yeah, 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 so that's yeah. a bad. That's a bad. <laughs> no, it's cool. Uh, fun to follow along and uh, and follow along uh, with Bryant on the National Professional Fishing League. You going to fish anything out here? Anything on your schedule? No, not as of now, but uh, that could change. Never know. Yeah, it's just it's a little difficult when all literally all of my fishing gear is on the east on coast. The east coast <laughs> in the back of the Silverado. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. fishing rods, you know, all my striking stuff. It, it's just all. It's, it's all, all there. there. It's I miss it. Bryant Smith, buddy, appreciate it as always. Guys, watch the weigh-ins today. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, Major League Fishing, the Toyota Series, Clear Lake, uh, the final round up there. That one's going to be fun. The high school anglers are going to invade Clear Lake tomorrow, uh, so there'll be some big weights weighed by the high school anglers as well. That should be a great field. But uh, see if uh, you know who's going to who's going to take home the big trophy up there with the Toyota Series, second of three stops. Uh, here on the West, and uh, don't forget you can uh, log on and follow along with the Bass Pro Tour guys uh, as well as they invade Lake of the Ozarks this week all the way through to the final round on Thursday. So uh, a lot happening, a lot uh, uh, a lot going on. And don't forget, guys, next weekend is Mother's Day. So don't forget, Mom, buy her some new fishing tackle. Maybe a new Lorance fish finder. She'll be She'll be thrilled. So uh, get that all handled. New Lawrence Ghost Trolling Motor. I don't know. Somewhere around there. Something like that. So I know Chris is going to throw the music at us here in a minute. But uh, before we get into too much trouble. But don't forget, Mom, uh, on Mother's Day, we uh, we definitely need to do that. Steps up next, guys. Uh, it's way too nice a weather to be doing yard work and the lines are too long at Home Depot. You might as well just go to the launch ramp. We'll see you on the water.
From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, more Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman.